My name is Christopher Peter and welcome to the Christopher Peter Review, your source for common sense commentary centered on facts, evidence, and data. For the new viewers in the audience, the Christopher Peter Review markets original podcasts discussing salient current events, focusing on ones that impact our public policy, national economic outcomes, and overall society. In this podcast episode, Responsible Immigration Reform, we take a look at how we can make reasonable reforms that will address the issues caused by illegal immigration and how we resolve them in a manner that is respectful our interests, values, and compassionate nature as Americans. Let us begin this special edition of the Christopher Peter Review. The topic of illegal immigration is a sensitive and complex issue. There are strong emotions on the subject and many of these emotions or leanings are drawn from purposefully drawn sample sizes. As I said during a recent conversation episode, the topic of immigration reform is a complex one that requires both compassion and common sense. I think we need a conversation based not on emotion, anger, or rigidity, but on how to solve the issue in a manner that mitigates the problem, addresses the human aspect, and balances our societal interests. In my conversation with the team that will follow my segment, we will hear some ideas that will go far to solve this prolonged issue. This is not a new issue. But, one that is top of mind once again because of policy changes enacted under Joe Biden that scaled back border enforcement, stalled progress on the border wall that was already paid for, and facilitated disbursement of illegal crossers throughout society in the middle of the night. In response, Republican governors for border states sent buses of illegal immigrants to cities with Democratic leaders that declared their cities as sanctuaries for illegal crossers. As one would expect, the Democratic mayors of these cities came to the same realization that leaders of border communities knew all along which is that the influx of illegal immigrants puts a burden on government services and budgets to deal with the needs of non-tax-paying people who circumvented federal law. We all understand that many of these illegal migrants are simply looking for a better future for themselves and their families. We all can connect with that sentiment. But we must also acknowledge that there already is an immigration process in place, where people can apply and gain entrance into the United States. A process that both of my parents used. Just because someone has a good reason does not preclude them from following the established process. This is where some of the hardliners fall under because it is not like America operates absent an immigration process. All nations have some form of immigration process. The issue is that people blatantly break the law and are incentivized to do so with lax enforcement. We cannot pretend that the world is full of safe and peaceful individuals. We cannot pretend that there are not people who resent our standing in the world and wish to knock us from that pedestal. This is why the United States needs an orderly immigration system. The national security concerns of Americans and American taxpayers is of greater priority than the needs of those who seek illegal means. We cannot allow another September 11th to happen. There are many nations around the world dealing with terror incidents due to border issues. Weak borders are exploited everywhere, not just here in America. We may empathize with one's needs, but they need to choose a lawful path. I do think it is fair to offer compassion towards the dreamers who were brought here through no fault of their own. Offer them a chance to earn citizenship, while barring them from petitioning for citizenship for parents who should be deported. I do agree with the idea offered in the past of guest worker programs that allow seasonal migrant workers the ability to come in and earn a living then return home. This is a fair compromise as long as we are able to track workers and this is not a loophole like the catch and release programs. But, as someone born to immigrant parents, I do not believe it is fair that those who operate illegally should benefit from trying to circumvent the law. Now, let us bring in Jennifer and the CRC team. Welcome. First, why are we experiencing a resurgence of the same immigration issues that plagued us for decades? Even in a bad economic climate? Hello Christopher. 
I am Jennifer Smith and I too like to welcome the audience to another edition of the Christopher Peter Review. We can only attribute the problems we are experiencing at our southern border to poor public policy. Illegal immigration is neither a new phenomenon nor one that was ever eradicated. But, it was somewhat held in check during the prior administration. The one thing we can all agree with about the Trump administration was that they did have an effective approach to border security. Not surprising that these issues resurfaced after the change of administrations where Joe Biden immediately issued executive orders halting progress by rolling back policies that once again thrusted our impacted border communities into harm's way. It is one thing to have a difference in policy position, but a whole other thing to have a difference of opinion and possess no plan to achieve the desired result in a different way. The Biden administration has a clear pattern of behavior of simply disagreeing with their predecessors and not having a plan. With our economy, with the Afghanistan withdrawal, with the pandemic and with immigration. This is not governance, but negligence to some degree. My name is Brad and welcome. Again we see another consequence that is a direct result of progressive ideology. We saw progressives embrace public safety policies that made our communities less safe. We see progressives embrace economic policies that make Americans less prosperous and financially secure. Now, we are seeing the exponential consequences of progressives embracing open border policies, which are based on outdated principles. They base the narrative on the fact that there was a time when there were no immigration laws in place. Where people could nomadically migrate around. There was a time when there were no gun laws. Does not mean we regress back in time on either issue. We have immigration laws on the books and we need to enforce them. We understand their intent, but then these individuals should just use the legal path. A nation cannot have unregulated borders. At some point, we need to stop listening to those voices that tell us to make emotional decisions and make intelligent and rational decisions instead. Stop appeasing the petulant policy calls and have more substantive dialogue to avoid policies like open borders, defund the police, and socialism that regress our society. So we have a problem. But do we have any viable solutions? What do you believe will help resolve the issues we see at the border? I am not sure much can be done if we have a government in place that supports open borders over border security. Or one that views border security as a form of discrimination rather than simply the enforcement of the laws on the books. It is illegal to cross our borders, including the southern, the northern, the eastern, and western, without formal permission. Not a unique policy to the United States, but common to any civilized society. There are consequences in many places if you cross a border without a visa or some form of permission to enter. I feel there is a growing trend across the Democratic Party, where they are simply becoming too weak to enforce any laws that are not related to taxation. As Brad just mentioned, many progressive Democrats weaken law enforcement all across our nation because of rare incidents that shed a negative light on some police. A rational person looked at these incidents to see the facts whether the suspect committed actions that led to their death or whether the police acted inappropriately and excessively causing the death of the suspect. The rational response would be holding police officers accountable for violating the law and prosecuting ones who brazenly take life without justification. Intellectuals should be able to see that a few bad actors do not define a profession as a whole. Instead, Single-minded Democrats chose to allow criminals to remain free in our society under the defund the police and social justice narratives. The same approach is taking place in regard to illegal immigration. We can empathize with people seeking opportunities to improve their lives and that of their family. But, we can also expect them to follow the basic rules that are in place. There are many false narratives used to cover for illegal immigration. The best and brightest people are not coming across the border illegally. 
those individuals will use legal routes. Why do people choose illegal actions? It is usually because they have a pattern of behavior that leads them to this route. Not every illegal immigrant is a criminal outside of the illegal act of crossing our border. But we need to ensure they are not a human trafficker or have any association with terrorist organizations, cartels, our enemies, or avoiding justice abroad. We need to commit to having an orderly immigration system and not make Americans responsible for the policy failures of other nations. My name is Jose and welcome. I think the need for border security is obvious. Even the sanctuary cities are opening their eyes to the plight border communities have been complaining about for years. Only a few months into the busing of migrants to cities that claimed they embraced illegal immigrants. I think we need to complete physical barriers, utilize technology, and also hold nations accountable who assist or facilitate illegal migration. Also, we should consider opening up trade or manufacturing opportunities to help stop the need for illegal migration. That way we too can reduce our dependence on China by diversifying our collective supply chain. I think we all sympathize with the dreamers' positions, who are ones who were brought here as children. I think they should have a path to citizenship. Those who willfully broke our laws should not be as fortunate. Should the federal government complete the wall that was already paid for by the American taxpayers? I agree with Jose that a physical barrier is needed along with other measures that allow for better insight on activities around the southern border, which is where the issues are occurring. But, I think we need to do more to discourage people from even thinking about making the dangerous trek to illegally cross, which Jose offered a great solution for. What many people are not aware of is the fact that not every crosser survives the journey. Many are found deceased as they make the dangerous journey. Many are trafficked by people who supposedly were going to help them navigate their way here. I think we need to do more to hold nations that are sponsoring these migrants or encouraging them to be accountable for their actions. They obviously support these illegal activities because it sends billions of dollars to their economies, which should be offset with a drop in foreign aid to these nations. These nations, many of them with socialist economies, have no real incentive to improve the living conditions in their own societies, but will allow people to illegally enter the United States and we provide aid to these nations, while bearing the cost of border security, supporting these entrants, and stretching the budgets of impacted communities. If nations knew they would lose assistance and support from our taxpayers, who are bearing the burden of this, maybe they will do more to be part of the solution rather than the source of the problem. Physical barriers are needed, but more needs to be done. Should the federal government afford a path to citizenship for dreamers? I think it is fair to address the population of people who entered the nation illegally through no fault of their own. I believe they should be able to pay a fine and accept disqualification from social programs for a period of time. Many of these individuals are able to support themselves and function in America and were not directly responsible for the criminal act that brought them here. I do believe that we need to make sure that we find a fair way to address them and do so in a manner that does not encourage people to exploit our compassion. There needs to be some form of cutoff. My name is Adriana and welcome. I think we should support a pathway for dreamers and even consider an olive branch to those illegals who have not committed any additional crimes beyond the immigration violation. Whether we like to admit it or not, our economy and society have become dependent on illegal immigrants to provide services at lower cost than the market rates. We see many people have these individuals caring for their children, cleaning their homes or offices, and assisting on our farms. Their labor is a staple of our economy at this point.
they too should have to pay a fine, more than the dreamers, and not be afforded entitlements that citizens enjoy because of their crimes. But, they should have the opportunity to atone for the past and continue contributing to our economy, society, and growth. At this point, they are Americans. Just ones living in the shadows. Any final thoughts on the issue before we close? I support immigration. I think it is a benefit for our society, culture, and economy. But, I also support border security because I understand the reality that the world is not full of happy-go-lucky people. There are many dangerous entities outside of our borders. There are many dangerous ones inside our borders. So we do not need to compound the problem. We need to have an orderly immigration system that allows the federal government to vet the people coming in and do so in a timely manner. I think it is an extremely bad look for the federal government to be aiding and abetting criminal acts like illegal immigration. It is a direct contradiction to our law and order values. The government will do whatever it takes to enforce our tax code and usurp every penny possible, but will do very little to control the costs that are depleting local budgets and straining communities. We would not need the level of tax increases if we did not incur the level of expenses if we address the issue of illegal immigration properly. Thank you. I think that we all agree that we can have responsible immigration reform. We can start with border security to reduce the size of the problem. We understand that no measure would be completely effective since people with low moral standing and criminal mentalities will still violate laws. But we need to stop the flood. I think the interesting part of our discussion was mentioned by Jose suggesting that we create trade opportunities to address the issues, which will diversify our supply chain while potentially reducing the incentive for illegal activity. A solution beyond the normal narratives. Additionally, we agree that there is a need to be compassionate for those who did not have any role in the crime. I understand that we generally do not let people benefit from criminal activity. For instance, if you live in a house purchased by drug money, it will be seized by law enforcement and family members not involved in the actual crime would be forced to find other lodgings. But, this is different. I can come around to Adriana's point of compassion for those individuals who have avoided criminal activity, but we need to make sure they do not have a criminal past in their respective home nations. But, we will not know any of this if we just catch and release into society, where some pick up where they left off. We have enough criminals domestically, we really should not be importing more. As we close this episode, I thank Jennifer, Brad, Adriana, and Jose for your contributions. I also thank the audience for taking the time to experience this edition of the Christopher Peter Review Podcast. We truly appreciate your viewership and continue to collaborate to ensure we offer common sense and informative content. The Christopher Peter Review features not only this podcast, but feature commentary from Christopher Peter and news coverage via yours truly. Please continue to visit the Christopher Peter Review channel at www.crcrvw.com daily for new podcast episodes, commentary, news coverage, and curated news content as well. Our focus is always providing objective common sense analytical content centered on facts, evidence, and data. We leave the partisanship and political hysteria to other sources. Thank you once again for experiencing this podcast episode and we will see you next time.